Please listen carefully. Welcome to the NC State Philanthropy Podcast, telling the world how we think and do through the support of our friends, alumni, and more. I'm your host, Taylor Pardue. On this episode, we're joined by Chris Boyer, NC State's Assistant Vice Chancellor for Strategic Brand Management, to discuss how sustaining the university's brand identity is about much more than the consistent use of a logo. Thank you so much for joining us today, Chris. Uh, just to kick things off, tell listeners a little bit about yourself, how you came to be part of the pack, and kind of what you're working on now in uh, your current role. Sure. First of all, thanks so much for having me and the opportunity to talk about the Office of Strategic Brand Management, which uh, I'm very passionate about, and I'm obviously passionate about NC State uh, as a whole. Uh, my path here is a little bit um, non-traditional and unconventional. I'm not a North Carolina native. I was an, an alum of NC State, although I'm a current non-traditional student at NC State. Um, but I actually came here because I was following, uh, at that point, a very um, focused career in intercollegiate athletic administration. And during my undergraduate days uh, at a different institution, I was fortunate enough to meet a woman by the name of Debbie Yao, who became uh, quite a professional and personal mentor for me over the years. Uh, and ultimately, I had a chance to go back and work for her at the University of Maryland. And then when she became the director of athletics here at NC State, uh, she had an opportunity for me a couple years into her tenure to come join her team um, for Wolfpack Athletics. And I jumped at it because it was uh, an opportunity to reunite with her, who again had um, been a longtime professional uh, mentor for me, but also come to a university um, in a great area of the country, in a great athletic conference with a storied athletic tradition. Um, and what I didn't even realize at the time, because it, you probably know this being an alum and being from North Carolina, what you, what you don't know, even if people are telling you, um, is with, within the state of North Carolina and this region of the country, um, NC State has as loyal and passionate a following and fan oh, yeah. base and alumni base as, as any institution in the United States, especially sure. any institution in this state and this region. And for whatever reason, and probably because of, of more recent athletic notoriety, that's not as well known or wasn't as well known 10 years ago when I got to NC State. I think we've done a much better job as an institution over the last uh, decade or so in telling that story. Mm -hmm. But that was phenomenal to me. I mean, I've worked at, at six different universities. Um, so I knew all of those initial reasons I said um, were going to be um, true and genuine when I got here. What I didn't know was if what, what, what I didn't realize was the rewarding nature of working for a university with a passionate and loyal fan base as, as passionate or loyal as, as actually I would even say more so even more so than my alma mater. Um, especially when you consider the up and down record of success mm -hmm. in, in athletics. Um, so sometimes you, you feel that passion and sense that passion and loyalty working in athletics at universities who have won recent national championships or had recent athletic success. And when I got here 10 years ago, you couldn't necessarily say that was the case. So to see it then, and I feel like, again, because of the great job the university's done and the, the athletic department has done both under Debbie and her um, successor, Boo Corrigan, I, I think it's 
even ratcheted up um, sure. in, in the 10 years. And I think the trajectory of the university from an overall brand standpoint and reputation and ranking standpoint, but where we are in terms of our curriculum, um, where we are obviously wrapping up an incredibly successful $2 billion plus campaign. Mm -hmm. All those things that were true 10 years ago are only more true today. And, and again, I just, I didn't realize all that from only seeing NC State from different parts of the country through my professional career. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was really cool. Um, so I got to work for Debbie uh, for about uh, seven years in the athletic department and then worked for Boo for a time. And then I just had this unbelievable, fortunate opportunity. Uh, the university decided to um, create a new effort within university communications and marketing, which again, as, as you know, at NC State also funnels up to university advancement, um, where we saw an opportunity to um, do a few things in the name of the office office of strategic brand management we um, we saw an opportunity to 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 better strategize and approach holistically or centrally some of our corporate engagement um, efforts related to sponsorship and, mm -hmm. and commercial sponsorship specifically um, we saw an opportunity to pull in our trademark licensing office and more closely align it with the university brand for a variety of reasons strategic political legal and otherwise and then um, this office was also going to have the opportunity to really manage and enforce and hopefully continue to elevate and in some cases monetize uh, the brand of NC State, both internally and externally. So a lot of those those areas, those are what I would call the three broad buckets of what the Office of Strategic Brand Management does, are the areas that I had focused on in my 20 plus year career in intercollegiate athletic administration, inclusive of seven here at NC State. So the fact that um, this office was being created and I was going to get an opportunity to put my hat in the ring for it and, and see if if what I had accumulated through my experience and track record in college athletics specifically um, could be applicable and useful and helpful to the university on, on a more general university-wide scale. So um, it was a serendipitous opportunity. Um, I owe a lot of people um, a lot for ultimately um, having the trust in me to bump over into this role almost three years ago. Um, so that's a little bit about how I got to NC State, started athletics, and then bumped over to your neck of the woods in university <laughs> advancement and specifically communications and marketing. You mentioned how you were on a very specific career track. But the more you talked, I was like, it really does make for a natural segue into branding because it's, it's that same, that school spirit, that loyalty, and especially you coming from an out-of-state perspective and seeing it fresh and realizing what we have here and then helping us turn around and promote it even more, like you said, ratcheting it up even more. Uh, I think that's just a great fit, and we're, we're glad to have you here in that role. You're doing a great job. I, I really appreciate it, and I've loved every minute of it. I will tell you, I, there, there were moments where I thought, it, I'm, I'm leaving this career that I really had a lot of equity in at the point. I've been focused um, uh, like a laser beam on probably staying in and hoping I could reach the highest levels of it for this, this parallel path parallel but related I would say and there, there were moments I thought oh well I ever miss this will I ever regret this and I got to say like it, it's almost surprising to me there there hasn't been a minute just because of the opportunity um, that this position is but this position to this place NC State at this specific time in the university's history um, in its momentum and upward ascension and then with what's happening in this region and the state it's it's just and it it does allow me to call on a lot of, again, I would say the skills and experiences I had been able to develop and hone specific to college athletics in, a, in 
in a more university-wide role, but I think they are translatable. Mm -hmm. um, it's different uh, at times for sure, um, but I appreciate you saying that because I, I do think we've had success. And I, I also appreciate you saying the outside perspective. Um, and, and now as a current NC State student, which I think that it, it's neat for me to be able to say out loud internally <laughs> and externally, because I, I think it's when you're, when you're selling a product, good or service, and to some degree we're all selling, right? I do think it's easier to sell a product that you also use yourself. So the fact that I, I can say that out loud and I'm a current student, I'm proud of that. But predominantly I was an outsider when I got here. And, and even after seven years in athletics, I was here, but I, I, again, I couldn't say I was an alum or a North Carolina native. Um, but I, I think that some ways makes what I say about the place, especially to external audiences, feel maybe a, even a little bit more objectively based and genuine because I'm, I'm not saying it with those built in inherent biases. I, I, I've established them over time, but the fact that I can lead with that and just say, no, th this is true based on my outsider experience coming here. And then we have all these great metrics and data and anecdotes and case studies and increasingly more of them to, to back it up. Um, I think that's really been helpful as we build the brand and we try to bring external companies, whether they be retailers, um, corporations, um, what have you, into the mix to understand the power of the NC State brand and how it can be used for mutually beneficial objectives. So talk a little bit about, I know, I guess, what does your day-to-day -day look like? I know People sometimes hear the word brand and they think they understand what that means, but what all does that really mean? And what all do you do to really promote that and to, like you said, build it, not just rest on our laurels, but really improve it even more than what we've already uh, enjoyed? Yeah, but, um, great question. I appreciate you asking it that way. And, and brand is part of our office name and part of my title, but I think it, it's important to surround it by the other um, labels that come with it. So we are the Office of Strategic Brand Management. And I say, I think that's important because University of Communications and Marketing, which has played a larger role than me for sure in our office in um, building the overall brand of NC State and continuing to develop um, what the brand will look like internally and externally. Um, existed before the Office of Strategic Brand Management. Um, so we have a, a lot of talented, creative people in university communications and marketing who have been working hard at that for the university's history, but with, I think, um, an emphasis and um, more concentrated focus over the, the last you know, 10, 12 years since mm -hmm. my, my boss, Brad Bolander, got here. Um, but what strategic brand management, um, I think, has come along with understanding it's arguable that the most valuable asset the university has, any university, maybe any public institution or company, is its brand. What people think about it, how they feel about it, what their impressions of it are, what their interactions with it are like. So after I think we had started to do a better job of building the brand and understanding the importance of NC State's brand and trying to be more um, consistent with its usage and, and more centralized with, with the development of it, we saw that there was a greater opportunity to start to then manage it more strategically. So hence strategic brand management. So what our day looks like, and again, I, I won't be try not to be repetitive, but I think it's, it helps guide the conversation because what our office does is really then how our team of four spends our day to certain degrees. Like the three large buckets I would, or broad strokes, I would say our office is responsible for is is the management of the NC State brand internally and externally. When I say management, how 
internal departments use it, how external entities and partners are allowed to use it, um, make sure that um, it's presented in the way that is documented in our brand guidelines and is in line with our university mission and values. And along with protecting and managing it, we do look for strategic ways to ele- continue to elevate it, um, in some cases monetize it and drive resources uh, back to campus through it. So we spend time with through brand training to make sure all new employees that at least are somehow tangentially involved to communicate in the university brand understand the brand, the brand guidelines to a lesser extent. Parts of our second bucket, which I mentioned, is our, our trademark licensing program. And trademark licensing has existed at uh, the university before the creation of op- the Office of Strategic Brand Management. But as I said, we brought it under the, the university communications and marketing umbrella for a variety of reasons when this office was created. <laughs> so trademark licensing um, really does approve or disapprove use of NC State's intellectual brand property. I could leave it intellectual property, but our intellectual property is separate from like the research and innovation and technology that's being developed on campus and limited to, in our case, usage of our logos, marks, word marks. So if anybody wants to use the NC State logos uh, or word marks, again, internally or externally, um, if they're following the law and policy rules and regs, needs to come through our office. And I would say we're we're much better at that um, than we used to be. And I would say we see the see the large majority, but we're constantly finding unauthorized uses. But all of that fits into the second bucket of trademark licensing and making sure um, that. Um, all products, goods, and services who want to use our marks and, again, all internal colleges and units usage um, are approved and used appropriately. And in some cases, that also comes along with resource generation. And I, um, it, it's always important for me to mention that per university policy rules and regs, and really since we've established uh, the Office of Trademark Licensing at NC State, all trademark licensing royalties um, after expenses go to support NC State's student scholarships and academic resources. The vast majority of student scholarships in the areas of need and merit study abroad and athletics. So that's a really compelling story for us to be able to tell when we're either asking people to be in compliance mm-hmm. um, with trademark licensing rules and regs um, and or we're courting companies, licensees, retailers. We'll talk about some of our co-branded partnerships that mm-hmm. People that we're asking to do business with us understand that there there is a business model associated, but the importance of the business model for us is to support NC State students and NC State student scholarships. Mm-hmm. So, brand management strategy, um, elevation, monetization, trademark licensing, and then I would say the third bucket um, where I probably have spent most of my time since the office creation is is trying to develop a more centralized approach to university-wide or at least multi-departmental, multi-college, corporate and commercial sponsorship. So most people around NC State, or at least a good number of people around NC State, understand like we have a university pouring rights partner in um, the form currently of Coca-Cola through Coca-Cola bottling consolidated out of Charlotte. Um, that's what we consider a commercial sponsorship because there are actually marketing and promotional and advertising assets. It's not just a gift of philanthropy, a business-to-business relationship. Um, there are marketing and promotional assets that are included in that. Um, one of the reasons our office came to exist, I, um, I would say, were two 
newer relationships, one in the form of our retail banking relationship with PNC Bank, uh, which I, I was a part of at the time in, when I was in athletics, but it was really being managed through um, the, the chief finance officers. Uh, office at the time and that was again part of this understanding wow we we have you know there's probably not hundreds of these deals out there but there's an opportunity for us to engage with mission aligned and value aligned companies that might have some marketing objectives that NC State can help them meet so the PNC um, retail banking uh, arrangement got done and then soon thereafter we entered conversations uh, ultimately with New Belgium Brewery to create um, our officially licensed um, beer through New Belgium, Old Tuffy. Um, and that just furthered, I think, the understanding by at many levels of the universities like, oh, yeah, if these partnerships are done right, they can tie into um, academic alignment, mission alignment, extension alignment, mm-hmm. give students some real world opportunities, celebrate some of our subject matter experts and our faculty and staff. Oh, and drive revenue and resources back to support student scholarship. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, I, I really say it was, and again, I was more involved in, in that um, agreement through my then role in athletics, but I think I was interacting with the right people at that point that saw that there were some parallels to what I had done through most of my career in athletics. Um, and athletics, I mean, like it or not, related to corporate sponsorships specifically, athletics have largely been ahead of the curve on college campuses with that in terms of going out and soliciting um, corporate engagement and really in a marketing and advertising relationship um, at athletic events and athletic venues. So I think the fact that I could speak to that probably with more experience than most administrators on a college campus because I had spent my entire career up to that point largely in athletics I think was also helpful. But that's I think that's one of the reasons I was given the opportunity and like I said because we've never really approached that type of activity on this campus it in a real strategic centralized way most of those the limited number of of engagements we've had have kind of either happened serendipitously or you know through a specific opportunity at a specific time so I've been charged with really trying to get our arms around how we can do this in a more holistic engaged way across campus and deliver the many assets that we have as a campus collectively to hopefully not take anybody's piece of the pie away because there's a lot of units and colleges on campus that are engaged in sponsorship or sponsorship-like activity and we're not trying to put an end to that but we think that maybe if if we approach some of these engagements more collectively and more centralized the pie will get bigger for Mm -hmm. them and not take anybody's specific piece away In this Philanthropy 101 segment, we're highlighting the NC State Bell Tower Collection. The Bell Tower Collection is a special mix of private label apparel and accessories that is sold exclusively through NC State's campus bookstore, Wolfpack Outfitters. Named for the university's memorial bell tower, the collection features an artistic take on the landmark as its logo. This is proudly displayed on the collection's polo shirts, quarter zips, necklaces, and lapel pins. Items which make the Bell Tower Collection something PAC members can wear in any season and on any occasion. The Bell Tower Collection was officially launched in 2020 to coincide with and celebrate the renovation, restoration, and completion of its namesake, which was made possible in large part by the financial support of the Bill and Francis Henry family. A dozen departments from across NC State contributed to the collection's development, including groups from the College of Design, the Wilson College of Textiles, 
and the Poole College of Management, the latter two of which are named in honor of the families who generously support their ongoing successes. Best of all, a portion of the sale of each item in the Bell Tower collection goes towards scholarship support of NC State students. From its design to its launch to the present day, the Bell Tower collection perfectly illustrates how NC State, with the help of our friends, alumni, and more, will stand the test of time, just like the Memorial Bell Tower has for more than a century now. For more information on the NC State Bell Tower collection, please visit shop.ncsu.edu collections. Now, back to the show. Well, speaking of monetization, resource generation, pieces of pie, everything, I think what makes this so interesting is, obviously, NC State Philanthropy Podcast, we talk about philanthropy. We usually talk about donors specifically, um, you know, scholarships, things that are direct, direct gifts. What makes this so unique is the fact that everybody becomes a donor when you support NC State through our brand, through our merchandise, things like that. And it is, it's truly going back to students, faculty, it, it really supports the university. And so everybody really becomes a supporter of NC State in that way. Um, talking about specificity too with different companies we work with and all, obviously, you know, you buy an NC State hat, NC State branded hat, you buy a t-shirt, things like that, that goes towards that overall goal. Talk about some of the specific products that we've introduced lately and then uh, we have a, you know some more in the works too. Just talk a little bit about how we've partnered with different companies and things like that, kind of like Old Tuffy and the opportunities that are coming to the market soon uh, for these potential donors as they should view themselves uh, to take advantage of. Uh, I appreciate you articulating that. And I, I don't want to create the misconception that there's the same type of um, tax and philanthropic benefits by officially licensed guys, but you're right in supporting yeah. a lot of the same initiatives that a philanthropic donor with the added advantage, they're walking away with a great t-shirt or mug or what have you. Um, and I, I do think that's an, as, as much as is an important part of the story to talk about when we're engaging with a, a corporation, mm -hmm. because I think there's always reticence on a college campus to talk sometimes about the quid pro quo of a revenue or money exchange. It's tainting the mission. For us, it's important to talk about how that money, again, has to, has to be mission aligned mm -hmm. and it has to really go to areas that are important and make sense for the university. Yep. But then it's also coupled with the story that the money's then going to support mm -hmm. um, student scholarships. So I, that helps some people get over the challenge. And same thing with, you know, a lot of people hear trademark license and then they think to, to your point, it's decals on t-shirts or mugs mm -hmm. or hats or whatever. And that is it's important. It's a it, large yeah. and important part. And it's been a growing part of the NC State business, quite frankly. I mean, we were a top 30 program now in the country in mm -hmm. terms of sales of trademark licensed goods, traditional trademark licensed goods. And the same can be said, a significant portion of all those sales do go right back to that scholarship pot that I talked about. So I never want to give short attention to that because those relationships in some cases still remain the bread and butter. The licensee relationships mm -hmm. with well-known companies like Haynes Champion, a North Carolina-based company, um, like an Adidas. Who's one I was going to say, I'm a proud <laughs> owner of the original Adidas uh, Shoes that we the first are, Ultra Boost the the gray ones uh, we have the new red ones out now but Ultra Boost you know. 2.0 yeah. I, I, yeah I think and I think that's a cool because that does kind of answer your question I we've been and I think I think being in university communications and marketing and having a little bit more in terms of resources human and otherwise mm -hmm. have allowed us to more aggressively 
position ourselves to be included in the mix when these companies, national, regional, local, um, are launching new products into the officially licensed marketplace. So quite honestly, we missed out on Adidas's first in iteration of the UltraBoost, okay. and, and we were irritated by that. And we made our case known to Adidas, A, we're irritated, B, you've missed you missed the mark on this. Like, And we can show them the metrics and data of trends of our fans buying officially licensed merchandise and how they show out for season ticket sales in not one sport, not two sports, but but many sports. How our teams are um, raising the brand of the university. So they, they you know, included us in the second version, our Ultra Boost 1.0, and we immediately became the top fastest selling co-branded Ultra Boost that they had in the collection. Um, and that, that's important. Uh, so that was the first one. The second one, uh, obviously, based on our track record of the first time they included us, mm -hmm. we were included in 2.0, which is sure. currently on the market that you were just talking about. Um, and it's, I, Taylor, I think it's important in three reasons, really, um, now, more so than ever. One is outside of your multimedia partners, the, 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 the networks that carry your games on TV, mm -hmm. that whether we like it or not, is sometimes still the best exposure that a university can get for yep. the money. Next to that, your sideline partner, when I say sideline partner, it's usually Adidas, Nike, or Under Armour during our lifetime. Yeah. These companies that have strategically aligned with Division One athletic departments, those companies give you an unbelievable opportunity from a brand standpoint. Not only eyeballs, but how people feel about your brand, mm -hmm. what your brand means to the, the 16, 17, 18 year old recruits. So for Adidas to treat us like as we are one of you know their top partners from an officially licensed uh, point of view or co-branded point of view, that's really important for our overall brand and brand elevation. Secondly, it comes along, as I said, with revenue back to the university mm -hmm. because those are high margin, like sneakers, you know, they're, yeah. they're not cheap. Um, there's a margin build in that. So everybody wins yeah. on that. Adidas wins, the retailer who's carrying it, in this case, Wolfpack Outfitters, yep. uh, our campus-owned bookstore, they sell a high margin item and we see our share of revenue. So it really becomes a win-win-win. And then lastly, and part of the, uh, a new area to our office that we've spent an increasing amount of time on, and most of your listeners are probably at least tangentially aware of NIL, name, image, and likeness legislation mm -hmm. that's really changed college athletics right now, but there will be opportunities for other students on college campuses to really monetize the use of their name, image, and likeness. Yeah. So what Adidas very smartly did um, signed up some of our current student athletes, um, high profile women's soccer players. So it also helps from a gender equity and title IX standpoint yep. to show we're not just supporting our, our men's teams here. They signed up two of our high profile um, women's soccer players from our NCAA uh, women's soccer team. They just qualified again this year um, to help actually promote the ultra boost sales. So at that point it becomes and this sounds like hyperbole, but I, I do, I think I can show back up to this. It's a win, 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 because our student athletes are winning. Yep. Um, trademark licensing and the scholarships we support are winning. Our on-campus retailer, Wolfpack Outfitters, is winning. And uh, Adidas is, is selling product, and that makes them value the overall relationship they have with the university. So it's it's that's just the tip of the iceberg. We have the other area I think we've been able to aggressively expand, both because uh, leadership's been open to it on this campus and because we have a little bit more resources in terms of, of time and, and human bodies in our office are what I would label more 
co-branded trademark licensing relationship. So it's not just putting our logo on established goods. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's actually partnering with another established brand, whether it be in the state or nationally, to tie together um, their brand with their product or service with the NC State brand and really try to maximize the combined strength of both of both brands. And I would say, again, I think Old Tuffy in some ways was our first foray into that and we saw the opportunity that was there and New Belgium saw the opportunity mm -hmm. in this state. Um, and then that helped us ultimately explore a, a couple others that have already launched or launched recently. And, and not only do we try to take all these initiatives and make sure people understand they're supporting the mission of the university and and student scholarship but we also wherever possible like to really make it an integrated effort with the appropriate colleges faculty staff researchers students on this campus mm -hmm. so that's the approach we took with our, our co-branded wine program we decided we're going to um, try to build a a an affinity wine program um, just about every other university that had done that this before before us just simply s slapped a label on a wine bottle. And, and I, I'm not gonna talk to the quality of the wines that they use, but in most cases, it wasn't in the state that the university was, it was just a label program. So as they found a, a willing partner and slapped a university of X label, sure. we said, our approach is gonna be take advantage of the strong and growing wine industry in the state of North Carolina. Through the course of this initiative, it's either been number seven or number eight in the country in terms of wine production and wine economy, coupled with, and, and some NC State constituents, I wouldn't say all or maybe even most know this, we have a deep-rooted, pun intended, um, history in the wine industry. Um, not only the state of North Carolina, but NC State specifically. People have strong feelings about muscadine wine, but yeah. you can say NC State played a huge role in the creation of muscadine wine. Um, but then we've also played a huge role in the growth of the other viniferous wines throughout um, the entire state. So we had a strong reason to be interested in that business. And again, uh, wine and wine tourism is a growing part of the North Carolina economy, which falls in line with the university mission. So we were able to tap into university subject matter experts specific to wine. We involved our College of Design to ask them, and some people would say the most important uh, element of marketing wine is the label. So we have a great College of Design. We engaged a faculty member of College of Design. She jumped at the opportunity to allow her students, current students, to take a stab at uh, designing the wine labels. Ultimately, they blew us away with what they, and every wine that we produce, we just launched our third and fourth wines in the program. Every wine we've launched has um, come from an NC State student inspired, completely designed, label design and name. So we're proud of that. And so it becomes an educational, real world experience, completely aligned with the university mission, mission supporting an, a really important North Carolina industry. Oh, and by the way, all sales benefit North Carolina, uh, NC State student scholarship. So the more we can tell that story, yeah. we're proud to do that. Excellent. Yeah. So kind of as a closing uh, parting thought, obviously a lot of what you do working on the corporate levels and everything, it's, you can't really talk about it until it's finalized just because the details are, are still in the mix and everything. But just to give us an idea, like where do we go from here? What's the future look like for NC State branding? So I'll hit real quickly um, all three of the buckets because what I think the future, um, I think they all impact the question about what is the future of the NC State brand. Um, 
we, I think the collective we, NC State and University Communications and Marketing, believe we've only scratched the surface with our think and do brand campaign. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I wouldn't expect a significant change to um, the current visual and narrative identity of, of NC State because we also think um, it fits well with the university mission, vision, and the new strategic plan, quite honestly. I, I would argue that every overarching goal within the new strategic plan falls very nicely in line with the current NC State brand, so to continue to tell that story. But I do think there, you know, we're about 10 plus years now into the current brand and brand guidelines, so I, I do think it's we're, we're gonna probably um, undergo maybe a refresh and take a look at, okay. at how we support the brand. I'll be part of that. I won't leave that, but I do think that impacts the other two areas uh, that that we're um, responsible for in our office. And one is is trademark licensing. So I think we will continue in trademark licensing to identify opportunities with licensees, retailers, our fan base, um, to get that keep them excited and energized about the NC State brand, yeah. and hopefully in a way that manifests itself in buying NC State branded merchandise products and services and allows us to continue to align with the right type of companies to do these these co-branded relationships. Um, I think as, as long as the brand remains strong and we show, we can show our constituents have an, an unsatisfied appetite for engagement and interaction with the brand, that helps us have the next big victories related to more university-wide transformational corporate engagement at the corporate sponsorship level. And, and, and you know, we won't even consider those engagements, again, unless they're aligned with the university mission and give us an opportunity to, to continue to elevate NC State's brand and bring resources back to the campus, to our, our students, staff, and faculty. And then if it checks all those boxes, then I, I think it, it certainly merits a continued conversation where we'll be better positioned. And then I think what the future holds, we have an increasing number of very successful NC State alums who are out there in very influential roles within companies and corporations, in some cases founded and started by NC State alums, who will provide really cool opportunities, I think, to to talk about the NC State brand in all three of these areas, but especially related to co-branded opportunities or or university sponsorship. And and then coupled with the influx of um, companies coming to the Triangle region in in all sectors, tech most notably, but in, in all sectors, I think once they get here and like I did, see the regional and statewide strength of the NC State brand, aside from the talent we're putting out in the workforce, I think there will be continue to be those those opportunities. And, and I think it's just us identifying the right, either specific companies, categories, or maybe one-off opportunities just because of a well-placed NC State alum and have those conversations. And, and I, again, I, I don't think we have to do hundreds or thousands of these deals to make an impact and we we don't we don't expect nc state to be like a nascar driving around (laughs) raleigh with all kinds of corporate logos over it but i think there's enough well-aligned companies and corporations in all these areas that continue can continue to help elevate um, the brand and make everybody continually proud of nc state and what we are to not only the state but the country and, and increasingly globally sounds great chris thank you first off for your time but thank you so much for all that you and your office are doing to support, like you said, students, faculty, and staff, and just how you're helping us celebrate all the incredible things that we do here on campus and just really 
helping us celebrate what NC State is and what it means to us all. Just really appreciate it. You're gonna make me emotional. It's my, <laughs> it's my pleasure and honor to do it. So thanks for having me and thanks for letting us uh, continue to amplify our sport. For more information on NC State strategic brand management, please visit go.ncsu.edu slash branding. If you'd like to hear even more stories of Wolfpack success, please subscribe to the NC State Philanthropy Podcast today in the Apple or Google Podcast stores, on Spotify, or through Stitcher. Be sure to leave a comment and rating as well to let us know how we're doing. Thanks for listening, and as always, Go Pack!